Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Aloha and welcome to the fifth episode of the Boy Mom Podcast. I'm Monica Swanson and I'm so grateful that you're here with me today. Guys, I am just barely back from a three-week trip to the mainland. I did some traveling um, related to my book. A big highlight was I got to be in LA where I recorded the audio version of Boy Mom Book. So it was such a thrill, a total dream come true. And then I met up with Luke, my 15-year-old in San Clemente, California, for his U.S. Champs of Surfing. And a quick shout out to Luke. He took third place in the nation, so that was very exciting. And my husband is over there now with Luke and his younger brother, Levi, where Luke is continuing to compete and doing really well. So I'm cheering for Luke from a distance. But now I'm back with my older boys. And I just have to say it was while I was traveling all over the place that this podcast launched. Now, that wasn't my intention. I planned for it to launch before I left town, but technology and I don't always get along. And there were some delays. And so it was so fun for me to see as I was in different places, messages coming through, Instagram stories, getting ratings and reviews on this podcast. You guys so blessed me. I just felt so supported and loved. So I want to thank you very much for that. And it just inspired me to come home. And I've already been lining up future interviews and I have so many ideas. I can already tell this is going to be an awesome boy mom community. So thanks again, guys. And if you haven't left a rating or review or you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please hop over wherever you like to listen to podcasts and do that. And that'll help get us started. Now, guys, it is so great to be back. And I'm so excited about today's podcast episode. This is the one I thought of, I thought about before this podcast ever began. And this is all about chapter four of the Boy Mom book, which is called Nurturing Faith. And it's about raising a son who knows and loves God. And this is truly my heart of hearts. This is the best I have to give you. The way I see it is if you can raise a son who knows and loves God, you don't have a whole lot to worry about. He's going to make wise choices. He's going to be a son you can trust to navigate through life well. So this is the good stuff. And I'm so excited that I get to bring my son Jonah on to join us. Now, originally, I was going to cover just some stuff from my book chapter on my own. But then I thought, you know what, it'd be way more fun to hear some of this coming from a 17 year old who's grown up in my home. And so I'm really excited to share some of what Jonah has to say with you. We'll just be having a conversation and I think you're going to enjoy it. And hopefully over time, I'll have each of my boys on for different episodes because they're all very different. Jonah loves to, um, to read and to think he's a communicator. He loves to, uh, 
talk philosophy and theology. So I think you're going to enjoy that. I don't think he's your typical 17 year old, but I think you're going to enjoy uh, what he has to share today. And I know he's a huge encouragement to me. Now, along these lines, I do want to say that, um, that again, this is about faith. I am a Christian. My husband and I look to the Bible as our greatest source of wisdom and guidance in all we do. But I also want to acknowledge that I know there's people that read my blog and probably people listening now who don't share my faith, who aren't Christians. And I just want to let you know that I, I really hope and pray that you feel welcome here, that you always have something you can take away from my podcast or what I write um, that will in- encourage you, that can be applied to your life. I know one of the biggest compliments I get is when somebody reads my blog or I had someone do an early review of Boy Mom and they said, listen, I don't share Monica's faith, but I got so many things out of her book. And that's just my heart's desire is that you would feel welcome here. Now, it it would make me so happy if I thought that by reading or listening, you're drawing a little closer to God, that maybe you would consider things of faith, how much God loves you and the plan he has for your life. And if you ever want to talk to me about that, please don't hesitate to email me at aloha at monicaswanson.com because that's really my favorite thing to talk about. But regardless, you're all welcome here. And I hope that today's conversation with Jonah is an encouragement to you. Now, I want to mention too that Jonah will share a little bit about a season in his life that he might have had some questions might have wrestled a little bit with what direction he wanted to go spiritually, but but he has not ever rejected his faith. Jonah has never been through like the rebellious stage. And the good news is I don't think all kids have to. I think sometimes people want us to believe that a kid's faith won't be his own unless he goes through a rebellious stage. And I just don't buy into that. I don't believe that. And my older boys so far have walked with God and loved God and never rebelled. So we can always hope for that if your kids are young and work towards that and and all the things you do matters. But I'll also say that if that is your experience, if you're going through that season, then just know that in future episodes, we will t- uh, talk about that. I'll bring people on who have been through that. And I want to give you encouragement too, because I know that that is a common story. And um, I know that Jonah's story is not necessarily typical, but if your kids are younger or if you're hitting those teenage years now, I hope this will absolutely inspire you and that you'll be encouraged by it. Last thing I want to mention, because it goes right along with this topic, is over on my blog, I have a free download. I have a template that you can download, print out, and use right away with your son. It's it's a template for teaching your son to pray. You can also use it. I do. And also teaching your son to use um, a Bible journal. And they're both just little acronyms that are real easy to use. You can use it yourself. You can even teach your daughter. But anyway, that's over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. And there's going to be show notes over there as well. Any Anything Jonah and I talk about will be linked to. And so I hope you always check out what I have over on the blog because there's always going to be a little added bonuses. Okay, so without further ado, I'm just going to let you listen in to Jonah and I chatting. I'll have a few final words at the end, but I hope you enjoy this conversation. All right, Jonah, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Okay, so there are a number of things that I get a lot of emails about. Over my eight and a half years of blogging, I receive emails, comments, messages, etc. And there's a few topics that I get more questions than any on. Probably the first one, everybody stop and guess. What do you think I get questions on? How about how can we stop our kids from fighting all the time? Okay, so there's one. But the other question I get probably more often than most is questions about raising a child who knows and loves God. And today we get to talk about that and we get to have Jonah join us for that conversation. So we are looking at chapter four of the Boy Mom book and it is called Nurturing Faith. And it's all about raising a son who knows and loves God. 
And this, like I said, is something I get a lot of questions about. People want to know um, just the things I did when my boys were young to introduce them to the Lord, how I handled it when they had questions, if any of my kids have ever turned away from the Lord. So I thought that rather than just answer the questions, I would share the questions with Jonah and get some of his insight. Jonah is my second son. He is 17, about to turn 18, and he just graduated from high school. Jonah, why don't you tell everyone what are you going to do next year? Well, I'm taking a gap year, um, which is becoming more popular nowadays. <laughs> at least in our home. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and over this gap year, I plan on working. I'm working at a restaurant right now called Lele's Bar and Grill. A local favorite. Um, and I'm also studying for a standardized test I'll take later this year. And I'm keeping myself busy with uh, different projects. So And he's filling out college applications. That's right. Because a gap year is only one year. Mm, yeah, it goes by fast, huh? <laughs> yes. So there must be an end to all things, including living at home with mom and dad. <laughs> no, Jonah's going to have a great college career ahead. We're excited. Just choosing the right one. So Jonah is, um, we're stoked that he gets to stay around for the next year. He's doing a lot of ministry. Jonah has a solid relationship with God. I see him reading his Bible all the time. He loves to talk about his faith. He's a huge encouragement to me and his brothers. And so I think he's going to add a lot to this conversation. So Jonah, okay, if I just throw out a few questions for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to share just three questions that are kind of, I'm, I'm not naming names here because I haven't asked permission, but these I get in many different varieties of the same question, but from a lot of different readers. So I'm going to just read three of the most common questions. And then at the end, we're going to have some fun questions for Jonah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first question I get kind of going in order chronologically is what are some of the things you or you and your husband did when your boys were young to instill faith in them. And just a reminder, guys, this is all in the boy mom book. So if you read chapter four, I walk you through them, all the answers to these questions from my perspective. But now we get to hear from Jonah. Jonah, from what you can remember, obviously, when you are young, you may not remember a lot. What do you remember about developing faith? Yeah, well, from my earliest age, I remember my parents always were teaching me God's Word, and they're always teaching me the stories and a lot of the um, things that I could take from the Bible and from God's Word, and they made it really easy for me to understand and didn't make it super lofty and complicated, but really simplified it to something that I could feel and, and understand. So that was one of the biggest things. Do you, do you remember dad laying in bed with you at night teaching you John 3.16 mm, and right, Matthew yeah. 4.4? 4? I remember, I remember that. It, it is the, it's these things that really shaped who, who I am today, just starting out with the simple, uh, simple stories and simple lessons from God's right. Word. And then the next thing was just the fact that my parents... And my older brother uh, really modeled that faith uh, for me because they could teach me all they want. But what really mattered was, uh, what does this look like? What does a life with God really look like? And I was able to see that because my parents lived that out in their relationship with each other and in the way that they led the family and um, just lived. I got to see that. And, and that was a part of my early years. Yay. I love hearing that. <laughs> Thanks, Jonah. So glad. Um Okay. Well, I think that's good. And again, I share some other things um, in the book, but you know, I, I think praying for your kids from the time they're young is really important. And God hears our prayers and he knows things we don't, so he can lead us in praying for our kids in 
each, in the way each of them need the most and mm. and help us parent individually for what our kids are going through. So I think prayer is huge. Uh, I agree with Jonah that modeling is super important. And so the greatest way we can inspire our kids to know and love God is to authentically know and love God ourselves. Mm. And that's just, I, I refer to Deuteronomy chapter six, where God commands the Israelite people to, you know, talk to their children about the commands to, to talk about them when they walk along the street, when they get up, when they lie down. And that's just a lifestyle of talking about the Lord, talking about faith things. So that's something I like to encourage people to do. And, and you can really only do that if it's real, you can't fake it. You and that's a great inspiration for all of us to dig in a little deeper mm. and own our own faith. And then it'll very naturally be modeled to our kids. Yeah. So um, thanks, Jonah. Now, the second question, and probably the question I get more than any other in this area of faith, is have any of your boys rejected your faith or resisted going to church, youth group, etc.? And I understand that a lot of kids do this. It, there can be times where kids are pushing back and not interested in spiritual things. And I'm thankful to say at this stage in the game, all of my kids love God and are happy to go to church and walking with God. But I think I'd like to hear from Jonah if he can remember a time where he wrestled with any of that or where he thought about turning away. Share with us what you remember from those years. Mm, yeah. Well, when I came to about middle school, I would say, um, I began to notice uh, a crossroads in front of me. And it was where I, I saw those of my friends and those around me who weren't following God. And I, I began to see how that really uh, diverged from the life with God. And I, and I got to see this and I saw my family living a certain way and I saw the other people living a certain way. And it was at this point that I got to kind of choose which life I really wanted to live. So when I was around 12 or 13 years old, I began, I saw my friends, um, you know, living, doing certain things that my parents didn't like. And I, and I, you know, I, I thought, okay, I mean, that looks fun, but it's not something that my parents would uh, encourage me to do. So it was at this point that I was really making my own observations for myself mm -hmm. and I be and I began to take more of uh, my own role in deciding what where I was going to go with my life yeah so and, and I remember you had some questions in those years mm. you would come to us occasionally mm. do you remember yeah you definitely uh, and, and that's the other thing yeah you, you, you get questions and that's a natural uh, thing where where humans were made to or we are designed mm -hmm. to question things and ask questions about what's around us and and I think my parents and my older brother have been really good at um, helping address these questions that I've had and that's been a huge part of my growth and my mm -hmm. walk with God um, and then another thing is um, that a good way to picture this is like with uh, the analogy of seeds. Uh, my parents laid the seeds um, of faith in my life in my early years. Mm -hmm. And then when I was beginning to grow, this is when I began to choose where I'm going to put my roots mm. um, for those seeds that they gave me. We're getting deep now. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Um, but yeah, so I once again, this crossroads, I saw which way am I going to go. And it was <clears throat> at this point when I saw my youth leaders and my parents, they showed me that living with God is what I want to do. And that's when I decided to follow him uh, for real. Awesome. I love that. 
And yeah, along those lines of having questions, my husband's actually always encouraged our boys to ask questions because he just believes that, um, you know, if, if it's truth, it's going to stand all the questions. And so sometimes my boys have come to him with a question and he'll open the Bible and say, well, let's look at that together. And then other times he's handed them a Bible and said, I want you to find what you can to answer this question. And so really teaching them to be thinkers. We don't want our kids to follow what we do just because we say so. We want them to come up with answers to their questions. And I think their youth leaders have been really helpful in doing that, really digging in, studying mm. the word of God and making mm. sure it's something that the kids have good reason to believe is true. And it's not just blind faith or brainwashing or other things mm. like that. Yeah. Speaking, I, I want to add to that. Uh, something cool I've learned over the last year is um, the idea that when, wherever we go, whatever we're learning and whatever we see in the world, it's always going to point back to God, no matter what. Mm. Um, God's word is the anchor uh, for our faith. And that's where we learn most about him. But, you know, there's this quote uh, from John Milton that says, the end of all learning is to know God. So, and that's what I believe. I believe that no matter what learning we're doing, it's always going to point us back to God if we have the right mindset and if we have a mindset of humility and um, we're going to see God in everything. So that's a powerful truth that I've learned recently. I love that. Mm. Super good. And Jonah loves to learn. He reads a lot of books, mm -hmm. both Christian and and all kinds of what do you yeah. what do you read he reads russian novels he yeah. reads history he reads um a lot of books that i are too big for me to pick up <laughs> but um it's true and i love that and i have appreciated so much just the curiosity and the inquisitive nature of our boys as they've grown up and and always coming to the conclusion that they want to put their faith in god mm. so though my boys have not rejected god ever they have certainly all gone through a stage where they have wrestled with truths and mm. where uh, i think sometimes they haven't talked to us. I know that there is times, Jonah, where I, I remember I could tell that you were, you know, maybe being a little tempted by what your friends were doing when you were making those decisions mm. and observing other people. And, and you would say, well, what, what if I could be a good influence on them? Mm. And I would say, well, you know, maybe, but, but maybe not. Because mm. if one Christian kid wants to hang out with a group of kids who aren't doing good things, it, you, the influence usually mm. goes the other way. Right, right. So we're pretty careful about influences in our boy's life. And, and that'll actually be a future episode because it's a chapter in the book. But all of that to say that there were times where I know each of my boys wrestled and all I could really do is pray and be available to talk and keep that conversation open. So Jonah, thank you for sharing that. And um, I think once you made that decision, which way you wanted to go and that you wanted to uh, embrace faith as your own. The other question I continue to get is what kind of things do your boys do now to grow in their faith as teenagers? What are some of the things that they might do to encourage their faith, to be around others? What, what are some of the things you've done? Cause I've seen Jonah, you grow so much between say your freshman year in high school. And now as a graduate, what are some of the things you've done that maybe you can encourage younger people to do? Mm. Yeah, well, one of the things I did when I first began following God on my own initiative was uh, realizing uh, the importance of discipleship and going into small groups mm -hmm. and um, being under the influence and guidance of youth leaders and people who were really uh, more wise than I am. And I think that that was a huge part of, of growing up and making faith my own was also uh, surrounding myself with people who loved God as well and wanted to show me more about God. And right. yeah, that was and, a huge And you guys would what, do Bible studies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would meet up 
you know, at a coffee shop or something and bring our Bibles and bring um, notebooks and we just journal down different ways we can be encouraging and challenging each other and interpreting scripture and looking at it in different ways. And um, so small groups and discipleship, that was a huge part of, yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that. And that's something, um, I really encourage parents to do too, is just seek out places your kids can go to grow outside of mom and dad, because mom and dad were the, were the most important influences in our kids' life by far, but there is going to come a time where they're going to need to hear it from someone outside of us. And especially, you know, finding somebody that you know and trust is going to give your kids good counsel and share the truth with them. And so I am so grateful for the few youth leaders that have really poured into each of my kids and met with them consistently over time, because there have been times where I know my boys have gone to them before us. And I'm thankful because I know that they're sharing good truths with them. So Mm -hmm. that's been huge in all of my boys lives mm, definitely yeah so anything else you want to add to yeah that? and then the next thing that um as of late has come become more relevant um is memorizing and, and storing scripture in my heart and mm. uh and just re- reminding myself of it uh because we live in a busy world we're constantly moving and mm. we're constantly doing different things and we can't always have a big bible with us wherever we go um and i think that Something huge for me is just storing scripture um, in my mind and memorizing it when I'm at work. It's always good to, like, when it's really hard, it's a, a tough day. I like just having scripture on my mind to to um, recite. and Because I might ask, oh, I wonder what God would have me do about, about this situation. It's like, oh, I know exactly what he'd have me do because I've memorized scripture. So that's another huge I love part that. of it. Yeah. I want to know if you have any tips because... Mm. I know the older I get, the harder it is to memorize things. But mm. do you have tips for what have you done to mm. memorize scripture? Mm. Yeah, well, I, I have a little notebook, and I uh, every week the, the earlier this year I, I would do two verses a week, uh-huh. and I had a trend going. I think I slowed down a little bit. It was more like two a month eventually, but um, <laughs> I, I got a little lazy. Pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah, <laughs> but it, ultimately, just if you can take scripture and uh, commit it to your memory. And as as long as you love the scripture and you believe it to be true, no matter how long or uh, maybe hard to memorize it is, you you will memorize it because you believe it to be true and it's something that you stand upon wherever you go. I love that. Mm -hmm. Jonah's super good at it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So memorizing scripture. Mm -hmm. And And then another one, it's the the last uh, piece of advice I'd give everyone is just simply living it out. Because, um, like I was talking about earlier, um, you know, when it came to me and uh, learning from my parents, it wasn't them just teaching me scripture that mattered, but it was watching them live it out. And not only does this have a huge impact on your own life, but it'll also impact the lives of people around you. And personally, you know, when I'm surrounded uh, by people who are living in a different way, just a complete different lifestyle it's really good to stand and be a light and live according to god's word and live nobly so that's a huge thing and not only just living it out in like a burdensome way but um living it out in in a way that is joyful it's a Mm -hmm. joyful experience and you get to really experience the blessings that god has for you when you um live it out so that's right you realize that his word is actually there's benefits and Mm -hmm. there's good in it it's not a bummer yeah it's like there's actual blessings when you are following God's word in practical mm. ways mm. as it applies to your life. Yeah, and in Matthew, uh, I believe it's chapter 6, 
Or it might be chapter 7. I'm blanking out. In Matthew, Christ says that um, the man who hears his words and acts on them and lives them out is like a man who builds his house on the rock, right? And, and the rain came and the storm and the <laughs> winds came and that house didn't fall. So if you're able to live according to the words of God and Christ, then um, you're going to be, you're going to have a strong foundation. So that's something else that I've learned um, over the years. So good. I love mm. that, Jonah. Well, guys, I know Jonah and I could talk a long time and maybe we'll bring <laughs> him on for a future episode. And, and if you have questions or want to target Jonah with a follow-up question, I will give him anything you send me. If you want to email me at aloha at monicaswanson.com, I'd be happy to pass on any questions or thoughts for Jonah. Um, but before I let him go, I'm going to do just some fun questions now. Okay, so, here we go. Are you ready? So, um, Jonah, mm -hmm. tell me what's the best book you've read in the last year. And guys, trust me, there's a stack. Mm. Well, I would have to say my favorite book series from the last year was um, The Space Trilogy. That's by C.S. Lewis. Um, some of you uh, maybe are familiar with him. He wrote uh, The Chronicles of Narnia. Right. Right. This is a widely uh, published book or series of books. Um, yeah, he wrote another uh, trilogy called The Space Trilogy. Not many people know about no, it, but no. it's probably my favorite um, series of books I've ever read because not only is it really exciting and um, you know it's it's a fiction that has a lot of adventure in it it's also like truly applicable to to us today it has a lot of um, I guess you could say almost prof prophetic um, stuff in it. it talks about a lot of modern things so very powerful uh, trilogy interesting mm -hmm. I have not read that one okay mm. Jonah next I want you to tell me uh, not the most exciting question. What's your favorite food? What could you eat mm. every day if you had to? Mm. Hmm. Well, lately I would say uh, my favorite food is grilled ahi. That's mm. some, that's a, another local uh, favorite food. It's um, it's really good. I, they really, actually yeah, yeah they serve it at the restaurant that I work at. Yeah. So if you go to Lele's, get grilled ahi mm. for sure. Yes, Look that's at us. so good. <laughs> Lele's should definitely give us like yeah. a free meal. Yeah, I, we're not. You they're they're not even sponsoring this podcast. Maybe we're they talking should. all about them. <laughs> I think they should. Yeah. Okay, now Jonah, here's mm. a fun one. Okay. I think I know his answer, but mm. if you were stuck on I know we live on a tropical island but if you were stuck for one year on a deserted island with one person who would you choose ooh that's a tough question i would probably say uh, if i could I know. if i could combine all three of my brothers into one person <laughs> then i would do it he's so diplomatic yeah i, I, I but just want but if you could only choose one it's okay no one's going to hurt feelings well my roommate is Josiah so he's my older brother and uh, I, I love spending time with him, and I think I could get along with him well for a I year. I think they would they could talk for a year if, yeah. they, if they were allowed. They would sit on an island and talk. Might go a little about mad the, but... <laughs> about the space trilogy, probably. Yeah. Okay, and on that island, mm. if you could only have three items with you, ooh, oh my goodness, what would you choose? Mm. This is the last question. Let's see, maybe. Uh, my favorite book is one of them. Well, wait, maybe your most recent book, which is really, really thick. 
Yeah. Oh, what are you yeah. Because yeah, it might take a year. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've been reading War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy, so I could take that. Um, and then what else would I bring? I'd That's probably funny. bring like a rifle because <laughs> I don't know what's on this island. I want to protect myself. That's and then last, last, I love surfing, so a surfboard. Oh, there so, you go. Wow. Surfboard, a rifle, and <laughs> War and Peace. <laughs> and good thing you have scri- scripture memorized. Yeah, there you go. Then you could. Yeah. Oh, so fun. Mm. Well, Jonah, thank you so much for your time. And I thought before we sign off, Jonah, that I would ask you one more thing you might share with the listeners. And this would be for any young people that might be listening, or maybe the moms want to share this part, pass it along to their kids. But if you had one piece of advice, we talked earlier about going through that stage where you really made your faith your own. And, you know, some questions came up or some wrestling. What would you tell a young person who's now going through that stage at whatever age? Maybe they're younger or older than you were. But what's something you might say to encourage someone at that season? Hmm. Well, I would definitely say that uh, if you are going through some kind of trial or going through some kind of hard season, um, just remember that uh, that is a part of the the whole package. Mm-hmm. And even if it, it seems really hard, um, just continue to have patience and perseverance um, because God has uh, blessings for you. And um, just continue to hold on to Him, and remember that life and uh, life with God is an adventure story. So, mm. and in an adventure, there's a low point and there's a high mm. point. So, if you find yourself in a low point, just have hope and just be prayerful and um, just hold on for the ride and and just continue to cling to God in everything. Oh, I love that. Mm. What a great way to wrap up. Thank you, Jonah, so much. That encourages me too. Mm. Yeah, it's a pleasure. All right. We'll have you back again sometime. Hopefully we'll get all the brothers on sometime. Mm. We'll look forward to having you back. Mm. Okay, friends, and to all of you who've been listening, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. And I know you couldn't have enjoyed it as much as I did because it truly does warm my mama heart to hear my son talk about things of faith. And and I thought I'd just share a little insider note with all of you um, because Jonah probably won't listen to the rest of this podcast. And even if he does, he knows this. But in my Boy Mom book and in a few of my older blog posts as well, I talk about a certain toddler that really challenged me, that pushed my limits. And the truth is that little toddler was Jonah. Jonah was the one that was really, really hard on me. And yet, look at him all these years later. And so I just want to encourage you, if you have a young one, a two, three, four-year-old, if you've got one that maybe makes you feel like you're just failing as a mom, I want to remind you that everything you're doing matters and that they really do grow up. God does amazing things in our kids, sometimes through us and sometimes in spite of us. But truly, I want to encourage you to know that every prayer you pray, every time you're just pouring into your kids encouragement, um, discipline, as you guide them and lead them, it all matters. And one day you too will look back and see that it all was actually bringing them somewhere. Excuse the dog bark. I'm going to just keep going. Okay. So, um, so that's just a fun little thing to think about. Our kids grow up much faster than we think they will. And we have beautiful things ahead. So don't give up. Don't grow weary moms. Okay. And, um, again, Please just continue to spread the word about this podcast. I hope you'll hop over to the links on my blog at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast to grab the free download. Hope you'll put that to use and let me know how you like it as well. And we'll look forward to some fun interviews coming up in weeks ahead. So thanks for being here, guys. And until next time, aloha.